Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Portlandian in the Big Apple podcast with your host, Benny G. So, guys, it's been about two weeks since I posted an episode of the podcast, but things have been really crazy, and I'm not just talking about in my life, I'm talking about in the entire world. So that's one of the things we're going to go over today. The two subjects we're going to talk about are, one, what's been going on in the world, and two, the music that I grew up listening to. So let's get right into the first subject. As you all know, the coronavirus has rapidly spread throughout the world and is causing worldwide panic. So let's just go ahead and start with some statistics on the coronavirus. So the total number of cases as of right now is roughly 297,000 cases worldwide. The number of deaths is getting close to 13,000, and the number of recovered people is getting close to 95,000 people. Um, uh, Let's look at some more in-depth statistics as to what countries have been most affected. Um, China has had roughly 81,000 cases which is the country that this virus first started in. Uh, Italy has 53,000 cases, close to 54,000. Spain has 25,000. The U.S. has 22, Germany 21, Iran 20,000 cases. And, you know, every day, every, like, I mean, every time that I update this page, um, the number of cases and the number of deaths keep on going up so you know I think about a month ago about maybe a month to two months ago no one really saw this virus getting this out of hand and spreading so rapidly so fast I, I, I just I mean, for me personally I didn't see this virus going or lasting this long me I saw this maybe lasting one to two months and in that period of time it would slowly go away but that seems like not the case at all. Um, and now we have like close to close to 300,000 cases worldwide. So, and it's just insane. It, it, no one was, I don't think anybody was prepared for this. No one was ready. But, you know, the world, all the countries being affected are trying to figure out how to stop the spread of this virus, how to limit it, and how to contain it. Um, you know, as of right now, um, testing is a little bit weary. Um, you can't really get tested unless you show a a whole list of symptoms. And, uh, even if you do, it's very rare that you're going to be tested that same day. Um, so you may be thinking, what can I do, you know, as a person, what can I do, um, to help our society and help stop this spread of the virus? One thing you can practice is social distancing. So the CDC is recommending that you stay six feet apart from people or just stay home too as well in order to stop the spread of this virus because the way it spreads is person to person. It's like a, it spreads like a, like a flu or a cold, you know, it, um, it spreads like that. Um, except the symptoms of this virus are much worse than a flu or than a cold. Way worse than a cold, much more worse. Um, You know, I've been reading stories about people that were infected with the virus, um, people that are recovering, people that have recovered, and they describe the pain in many different ways. 
but um, the general um, the general pain is in the lungs because it affects the respiratory system. So many people describe the virus um, excruciating pain in the lungs, um, like almost almost inability to breathe and or painful to breathe it just you know reading all these stories it just it's really sad and it really sucks to see that so many people are being affected by this virus you know family members that are dying of this virus um seniors elders are dying from this virus and it's just really sad to see you know what's going on especially in italy where it's just the the numbers of the of the cases of coronavirus and the deaths are like multiplying every day it's so you know, it's just a lot, and it's just, it's developed in such little time. So, you know, one thing we can do is help uh, or tell others about factual information that we get ourselves from factual sources. So, what's one thing we can do? We can go and listen, and, or like, for example, I follow the CDC on Twitter. That's one thing you can do. Follow the CDC wherever you want to follow them, and, you know, keep um, keep in contact with that page from the CDC and you know just monitor it see what else they say you know any guidelines any restrictions that they may like suggest things you don't want to do things you should do listen to them because they're the experts they know what they're talking about because a lot of um, what's been going on right now is a lot of misinformation and the only thing that misinformation does is just makes things so much worse and makes people panic and everything and it's just we need to we need to recognize what sources are factual and what sources are just giving us misinformation. Um, so another thing that state governments are doing um, is that they're issuing this, I think it's called like the shelter in place mandate. And what it is, is basically the state is ordering that its citizens stay home. Um, so people are, you know, working from home uh, people are, are even being laid off from their jobs temporarily in order for companies to stay alive. Um, so it's really crazy. So and with this shelter-in-place mandate, um, one thing, the things you can do and the things you can't do are uh, kind of, basically this is what I get from it. You can go out if you need to go get the necessities. So what does this mean? This means like, okay, so you, if you need groceries, you can go to the supermarket and you can get what you need, right? And, you know, also in supermarkets now, they're, they're placing um, limitations as to how much you can buy because of this virus and because people are really just stockpiling on their supplies and they're taking a lot of stuff. They're taking everything and people are hoarding. So, you know, they're placing limitations on how much you can buy. So, for example, if you need to go to the grocery store, you need to really, like, you don't have anything, you can go to the grocery store. Or, for example, if you need to go to the pharmacy, you can go out and go to the pharmacy and get your prescription drugs, you know, your prescription pills. So that's another thing you can do, uh, those two things. Like, only the necessities. Um, I think I read somewhere that you can, for example, if you wanted to go out on a run or, like, on a bike ride, you can go out and you can do those things, but you have to immediately come back home. Uh, so, like, no contact with anybody else, you know, six feet apart from people, and just, you know, try to, like, keep to yourself in order to help the prevention of the spread. Um, in terms of testing, if you think you have it, uh, so far, um, there are, like, these drive-through 
um, test areas that are they're placed around each state. Uh, I don't know how many states have enforced it, but over here in New York, um, there are several places in like the Westchester County that you can go and drive through and get tested, but you have to call in first. This is what I'm hearing. You have to call in first and talk to them about your symptoms and whatnot. And if they think you might have it, you can go and you can get a drive-in test. Um, so, yeah. So I think one thing we can do is to start practicing these um, these things, right? So social distancing, only going out for the necessities when you really need to go out. Um, if you have work, then you know go to work until you know your company finally closes. Um, you know, cause some people are getting laid off temporarily in order for these companies to stay alive during this time. Um, so, you know, just practicing those things, washing your hands constantly, um, avoid, try to avoid touching your face as much as possible. And, um, just, you know, just practicing these things and, you know, we can do our part in society and helping, um, the prevention of the spread of this virus. So let's move on to our next topic for today, the music that I grew up listening to. So let's just go about this in a timeline fashion. Like we'll just go from when I was younger to like how I am now and what music I listen to now. So let's just get right into it. Elementary school. Now let's just go even even before elementary school. Um, I honestly think on the car ride home after I was born, I was listening to um, classic rock. And my dad is a classic rock fanatic, you know, and I would just listen to with my dad on like his car radio. I would just listen to bands like Van Halen, uh, Ambrosia, um, a little bit of like Black Sabbath, ACDC. So, you know, bands like that, Kansas, Journey, Boston. Uh, So that was what I was listening to like when I was really young. And it wasn't until like elementary school, like in fifth grade, that I started to hear other types of music. So like pop music and rap music, but I still wasn't really into it as much. I was still like classic rock and a little bit of jazz because my dad listened to jazz too. And you know, when you're in elementary school, you didn't really listen to I mean, for me personally, I didn't have like a device that I could just pull up, you know, Spotify or something and listen to music whenever I wanted to. Um, I was just listening to whatever my parents were listening to. Of course, now in this day and age, um, elementary school kids have tablets and phones and whatnot. So I guess it's a little bit different. So then it wasn't until middle school that, uh, like sixth grade, that I started hearing artists like Drake, Migos, Fetty Wap, just like the artists that were popular in that time, right? And, you know, and... I started listening to rap at that time as well, but I was just listening to what everybody else was listening to because I was just getting into rap, right? So it wasn't until like the end of sixth grade and like into seventh grade that I finally was like, all right, let's find some artists that I actually like listening to and I like their music. So this was the era that I discovered artists like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Rick Ross, um, Kanye West, I don't listen to Rick Ross a whole bunch anymore. I just listen to the songs that he features on from other artists that I like. Um, and I also listen to Uzi, too. I still liked Uzi. I still do like Uzi. Um, I think he's done a really good job with his music. Um, I mean, you know, Uzi was really popular back then, too. Like, super popular. Um, 
And so then, like, throughout 7th grade and 8th grade, I think, honestly, all I listened to was, like, Kendrick and J. Cole. I think that's literally all I listened to. Obviously, there are other artists that I probably tuned into here and there, but Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole were, like, two of the most prominent rappers that I would just constantly listen to. Um, So, it wasn't until high school that I was like, wow, there are so many more artists that I had no idea about. And this was the time that I discovered artists like Tyler the Creator, Earl Sweatshirt, Joey Badass, ASAP Mob, Frank Ocean, um, Odd Future, um, The Internet, and so many more. Um, so I think like the first Tyler album that I listened to was Wolf. And I listened to Wolf the year before Flower Boy came out. So Flower Boy came out 2017. So in 2016... I first started listening to Tyler. I listened to Wolf. I listened to Cherry Bomb. And I was like, wow. This is like something I've never heard before. And I was, I really liked it. So, you know, from Tyler the Creator, I was like looking, I was going through the archives. And I was like, oh, okay. So he's in this group called Odd Future. And from there, you know, I listened to Odd Future music. And I was like, I like this a lot too. And which is when I also discovered like Earl Sweatshirt and I liked his music a lot. Frank Ocean, I like his music and I do still like his music, but I don't listen to him a whole bunch anymore. I don't know why. I just I just don't listen to Frank Ocean a whole lot anymore. But, you know, then on top of that, I started looking at songs um and people that he was associated with, music people that he'd done music with before. And um from there, I was like, "Oh, who is this? Caliucci's so Caliucci's, uh, she's an amazing artist. Uh, she has a really good voice. And um, I've discovered her from Tyler as well. And recently, or her most recent project is called Isolation, um, which was a pr- really good album. It featured Steve Lacey, but it also featured this other, art- other artist named Georgia Smith. And when I discovered Georgia Smith, I was like, oh my gosh, her voice is amazing. So... You know, uh, I discovered Georgia Smith from there, which is another artist that I actually listened to a whole bunch. Um, and her most recent recent project is called Lost and Found, which came out, I think, also in 2018. Um, and Kali and Georgia Smith, I think, even went on tour together. Um, so another reason why I like I found Georgia Smith is her name. And I was like, huh, her name sounds very familiar, looks very familiar. And then I did some digging through my old music, and I found out that she was on the More Life album by Drake, which, you know, I don't listen to Drake a lot anymore, but, um, you know, his a lot of his older music is really good. Um, so, and I, fi- I figured out that she was on a song called uh, Get It Together um, with Drake. So I thought that was pretty cool, too, and I was like, wow, okay. So um, I'm discovering a whole bunch of more artists through other artists which is to me was pretty cool um so yeah i think throughout and okay so here's when i discovered steve lacy so i was into the internet um because i found him found them through tyler and the internet is this group this music group really good really good music they released a project in 2018 called hive mind which is really really good it's it's amazing. I would I recommend you go listen to it. Hive Mind by the Internet. Um, so I found out about Steve Lacey a little bit after I started listening to the Internet. Um, 
So the way I found out about Steve Lacey, though, was, I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode of the podcast, I was looking through Tyler, the Creator's Instagram story one day, and I saw the cover for the album Apollo 21 by Steve Lacey, and I was like, wow, this album cover looks pretty cool, I want to listen to some new music, let's give this a try. And lucky that I did, because I ended up loving it, I was like, wow, I like this a lot, I ended up listening to more of his music, and I was like, I like this a lot too. And then, like, as I was listening to Apollo 21, I was like, wait a second, his voice sounds really familiar. Did my research, and I ended up finally making the connection that he was a part of the internet. And I was like, what? And on top of that, he was on the cover for both albums that they released, um, Hive Mind and then the other album that they released um, before Hive Mind, which I do not remember what that is called. Oh, wait, it's called Ego Death. Never mind, sorry. And that was in 2015. So he's on the cover for both of those albums. And I didn't I didn't make the connection. But I you know I'm glad that I did because as soon as I did make that connection, I was like, wow, okay, this group is like one of my favorite groups now in music. So that's how I discovered Steve Lacey and like, you know, the internet and whatnot. And also another group that I discovered during high school was Brockhampton. Um when I discovered Brockhampton, I think it was because I was looking through um, music similar to what I was listening to then. So I was like looking through like playlists, whatnot, like here's what you're listening to. Here's some music that's like that. And so when I did, I found a song by Brockhampton. I played it. I was like, whoa, this is really ex- experimental. And I was like, I'm really into this now. So I did a whole bunch of like, I started listening to a whole bunch of their songs and whatnot and ended up liking um, Brockhampton. And now they've released like a whole bunch of albums they have saturation one two and three iridescence ginger um oh yeah and then all american trash which they released actually as their first album back in 2016 um so yeah those are the projects that they've released um i think their music is really good projects that i would recommend you go listen to the albums uh ginger saturation two and saturation three those are some of the best projects i think they've released um so yeah, that's just the music that, you know, I've been listening to and I still listen to. And uh yeah, I think that's I think that's all we have for today. I think we covered a lot of content. Um and yeah, I think I'm gonna cue the music right now. Thank you everybody for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. I'll try to put out another episode next week on Friday. But until then, good night, farewell, and stay safe.